Before we get into the episode, we want to say as the Playwright Repertory podcast, we are in complete support of the Black Lives Matter movement, and we will be coming out with a new episode soon on diversity in theater, particularly Black diversity in theater and the history of Black people and the theater, but that will be a special episode coming out soon. Hello, and welcome to the Playwright Repertory Podcast. It is me, Sarah Lena Sparks, joined by my wonderful co-host, Mitchell Huntley. Hello, everyone. Uh, Welcome to today's episode. Today, we're going to talk about submitting to competitions. As for young playwrights, that's really one of the biggest ways you can get any kind of recognition and open the doors to a lot of opportunities um, in terms of playwriting because it is so niche there's there's not some sort of, you know, ranking at school where you can be like, hey, this is my First playwriting team. Class, yeah. yeah, yeah, that I've been on for your resume and such. So finding these competitions are really helpful. And me and Mitchell have submitted one and lost many of them. So yes, we the have lots of some knowledge we can talk about. Now to competitions. Competitions! Competitions! Like I said earlier, I think for young playwrights, this is really one of the only ways to really have like an opportunity to show your play because so often it's hard to get it on its feet without just it being your backyard kind of thing. So competitions provide really awesome resources as well as just getting feedback on your plays, professional feedback. That's really, really very nice. Mitchell and I have, well, Mitchell has submitted to both college and high school competitions. I've done mostly high school competitions because I recently graduated. So we have some knowledge that we can talk about, but as always, we're just two young playwrights trying to, do something. We're not even sure what that something is. So take what we say with a grain of salt, take it not with a grain of salt. Don't have a lot of salt. It's too much salt. Yeah, don't be salty. Um, salty. That's first first bit of advice. Don't be salty. Exactly. So first thing that we want to talk about is how to find competitions, which is hard because it's not, you know, we're we're not some sort of, I feel like, there are different art forms that are in real big kind of industry yeah. art forms, you know, like we're not some sort of dance competition that has a network of all of this that we're all certified for or whatever. Yeah. We're just, you know, it, it, I think Rag-tag. finding like, exactly. Like so I think f- finding competitions is literally just typing in as many Google combinations as you can find <laughs> there, we do. We have, I mean, I know, we have submitted to some so we can recommend some for high school playwrights. Mm-hmm. Typically, college ones are most likely going to be at your student, school, at yeah. your school student groups. Really look around, look for the different student groups and see if there are any um, theater groups that have focus on new work or have festivals of new plays. Occasionally, there's depart like if there's a theater department at your college, there will occasionally maybe be a opportunity but it really depends on where you go to school and if your school has a theater department how like what their focus is but yeah so we actually have some competitions that we have applied to that we can recommend 
Yeah, so first, we highly recommend, if you have a thespian troop at your school, to join thespians. We've said this before, find out how to create thespians, because thespians actually has some really great resources for playwrights really and, and composers. So... Thespian Society is, it's an honor society full of theater nerds, and yeah. we ha- they have state conventions and national conventions, and at most of the state conventions, they'll have a state playworks competition that you can submit for, and at least we know in the California one, I'm not too well versed on other state competitions, but the California one, which I have submitted to and lost, um, you... Submit a 20 or less pages piece, I believe. And if you win, you get it put on at the State Festival, which is a three-day theater nerd just... Extravaganza, really. Exactly, with all these master classes and such. Everyone's singing Hamilton and Mm -hmm. And being true thespians. And then you get you get your play put on. Everybody gets to see it. It's just, it's really cool. And you get recognition because... I know for me, applying to colleges, trying to be a playwright, there's only so much you can put on your resume. And winning something like a competition is a way to show colleges and whoever you're applying for that you are recognized by some sort of professional, I believe. So I think that really helps. And then along with state competitions, any thespian can enter the international playworks and musical works competitions which we both got covered in here because both Mitchell and I were actually, I won the Playworks competition, Mitchell won the Musical Works competition. And our, and our, our episode five, Jared, Jared Goudsmith won both, both the Playworks and Musical and Works. Musical works. So. And the co-host of that episode, Benjamin Suskin, has also won the Musical Works because I guess we all just found each other somehow. Um, I but wonder this, how we found each other. It this was is through a, it. Wow. Yeah. Um, not so, bad, not no, bad, but that's, but Jared. that's another thing that's really cool is that a lot of these competitions will have multiple winners and then you get to meet all of them. And just meeting new playwrights from all over the country is really, really cool. So, Mitchell, do you want to talk about musical works just a little bit? So this is for all y'all composers out there. Yeah. And not for those like me who don't know how to put sounds together and make them sound nice. But She's being Mitchell? modest. She has done. She has written music before and it's great. But musical works is essentially the sim- like basically the same thing as playworks, except it is a musical. They ask for a 20-minute script about anything. You can have 12 songs or two songs, really. It doesn't really matter like how many like songs or how much of a musical it is. You submit a 20-minute um, sample, usually like an MP3 file. You submit an MP3 file as well as like a script for your 20-minute musical. And they do it at the uh, International Thespian Festival in, oh, where is it now? It's in Indiana. Uh, Indiana. It used to be in Nebraska, legendary theater capital of the world, Nebraska. But now it's at the, I don't know, the sister city. I it's in no Indiana. It's, it just changed this year, which is why we're confused. Because we know it from Nebraska. But yeah. And with both Playworks and Musical Works, they present it to an audience at the International Thespian Festival in And it is place. The, probably the most loving audience you will ever have because at this festival, there's just so much love of theater going around. There's really a certain vibe and mood. And it's the kind of audience that isn't afraid to laugh and cry and make noises and 
I don't know. It's just very supportive and welcoming. So I think that was like one of the best experiences I've ever yeah. had. And and these programs, typically a lot of these programs, especially when they're well-funded, they pair you up with professionals in the industry to help guide you with your work. I know I had a great dramaturg, uh, Joe Norton. Dramaturg's the best. We'll have an episode on it at some point about how awesome dramaturgs are because they are the best. Which is another profession if you like playwriting, which you will probably be doing, is you'll probably also be a dramaturg at some point. Sarah, Sarah got into a school for dramaturgy. I almost majored in dramaturgy, but then I was like, oh, I want to write plays, though, so that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so a lot of these competitions, uh, especially the thespian ones, because there's a lot of thespians in the world, even if you don't know it. I remember looking at the thespians like the general thespians, like um, their Instagram, and they post like John Mulaney was a thespian, which blows my mind. Mm-hmm. But I mean, totally accurate. Yeah. But <laughs> it, it has so many great resources. They should really sponsor us. We're really hyping them up right now. They did not sponsor us. We just have great experiences. Yeah. It's a really great opportunity. So now I guess I'll talk about Playworks. Yeah. So Playworks, I think, is a better <laughs> opportunity than musical works. I mean, I guess it depends on if you're a composer, if you're a playwright, but for me, I had a a very good play. I had a very good playworks experience and it's also, it's more of an older program. So I think they just have it a little bit more hammered out. But so for playworks, you submit a 20 minutes or less minute play. And then four people are chosen to have their plays presented at ITF and you get to work with a dramaturg. I loved my dramaturg. I learned so much from him and you get a professional director who directs your piece and you get to audition all these people, which is something that was really weird for me. You get to be on that other side of the table as somebody who's used to auditioning for things. It was very strange, but also really cool. It's very interesting to be on the other side of the table. I never wanted to go back. (laughs) (laughs) And then this happens with musical works too, but we've been invited to the Dramatist Guild Gala, which is really, really awesome. And you get to see all these cool, famous writers and composers. And then recently, the Dramatist Guild has offered membership to the Playworks winners. So I'm a part of the guild, the Dramatist Guild. I'm part of the guild. I'm part of the, the Mandalorian Bounty Hunter Guild. This is the way. But yeah, I'm part this is the way. I'm part of the guild and then you also get a publishing deal. So it's really just the thing that keeps on giving. It's really highly great recommend submitting to Playworks and Music. Opportunity. Works. So we can't hype up Thespians. Even though they're not sponsoring us. We just too much like more. <laughs> we should move on. Because yeah. there are some also I just want to remind you, if you don't have a Thespian troop at your school, Talk to somebody about getting one there. I believe it's really simple. I know our troop even has resources for other schools to start their own troops. So talk up somebody that has a troop at their school. It's a really great opportunity and you just get to make all these friends as well, which is really awesome. Yeah. So other competitions... For California, there's a big playwriting competition called California Young Playwrights. The winners get their stuff put on in San Diego. It's very, very professional. Their site... So, okay, here's the thing that I've experienced. So, in looking weren't you at, a finalist? 
I was a finalist. Okay, Mitchell, calm down. Yes, I was. But they're very professional. It's a very awesome opportunity, I think. But here's the thing I've also learned when you're looking at playwriting competitions is that some of these people don't have the best like graphic design. And for me, when I don't see something that looks official, I just think it's it's not great. And so, but you can't discriminate these like theater companies for that because I almost didn't submit to a competition that was like. She said, really... she said the purple site, and I was like, "What's the purple site?" And, and as then, we were submitting to the same competition, we we're like, "Oh." And then is... Lauren Yee read my play, and I was like, "Oh my god!" You know, you never know with these sites; they're just you know theater people trying to make something happen. Another one is Young Arts is another competition. Oh, that's yes. a national one. Young arts, rec- that's very prestigious, prestigious. Very prestigious. And yeah. that I believe you get like really good lifetime opportunities. Yeah. You continuously get invited to these events and such. So I know the people who have been in the young arts programs absolutely love it. So that's also highly recommend. It's a huge competition. And the writing category is screenwriting and playwriting. So, you know, if you also write screenplays, that's another place to do that but i think when you're trying to find them there are some websites what's that one website called play submissions helper yes play submissions helper because there are people who are also going through all yeah those. that one i don't know i often find not gonna lie i often because my because facebook targets my ads i definitely that's one of the targeted ads i get is the play submissions helper but so that link allows you to see it sometimes it's it might be like a pay subscription you don't ever need to do a paid subscription to see different competitions. And generally, especially in high school, if you have to pay for like competition lots of times, it's probably not worth it. That's a tip I, w- I was taught. There's also a ton of fee waivers and such. And fee well. waivers. So if you, yeah, if that's ever a worry, that's something that can always be looked at. Mm-hmm. But I think search browser terms, I constantly look up like... California, young playwright, like playwriting competitions, young people, playwriting competitions, this, this, this genre, this, that, this, that, this, that. You literally, I think you just have to sit at the computer for sometimes hours and just find stuff. But there's always stuff is the thing. So there is stuff to be found. You just have to find it. So now that we've covered kind of some competitions and how to find them, now we're going to talk about, you know, submitting. And a lot of these, competitions do not want to read your entire play because if they're dealing with a hundred plus 200 400 thousand applicants nobody wants to read all of your 60 page plays so the way that they get around this is a lot of times they'll ask for 10 page excerpts which is very very hard i've been asked for a five page excerpt at one point which i just felt like Who asked for whoa a five page excerpt? my school that i'm going to wanted only a five page excerpt what i yeah I submitted there and they were fine with like a oh no they did have a five page one didn't they yes they did but <laughs> oh my god so this is really hard because you don't know do i want it show dialogue do i want to show story am i supposed to show the conflict and honestly sometimes this can be a make or break for your competition if you don't submit the right thing and they don't understand or they feel like the story's weird because it's out of context it could not it could hurt you so this is really something that is important that you have to pay attention to my piece of advice would be to show some really good writing 
you know, sometimes I think the simplest scene might actually be your best scene. If you can show characters really talking to each other and, you know, playing for objective, I think that's a really strong candidate. I'd also say show something that makes your story different from other things. If you have this cool symbolism or if you have... If it's written differently where the actors switch roles to show, I don't know, the different sides and the different perspectives, show that off. Show something that will set you apart from other scripts, I think, is really important. What do you think, Ventral? I often have trouble with this, especially because a lot of my scripts are very much, it feels, it's a very spread out, very lots of pages for a small amount of time. So I often have trouble trying to find a 10-page excerpt that works. I know with one of my plays that I've written, I I typically, my excerpt is the beginning, only because it uh, helps establish, which sometimes is good too, to establish the scenario and the conflict. If you're establishing it early, that's a good way, way to show it in 10 pages. Also, a pro tip I've found, especially with stuff where your dialogue is very prominent, much more than your stage directions, if you are using a font such as Curry or New, don't that, for that'll take up a lot of pages that will but, take up a lot of space but also times the check, is your friend <laughs> no but also you have to check the guidelines because some yeah. because courier near new is kind of the i don't know it's like courier near is to playwriting what times and roman is to mla i feel yeah, it's some that's that's a debate i i know there are i know competitions that say that you have to submit in courier new i i know a lot of competitions that I've had that, that also don't, say, but so you just need to read that up. But if you have the option to not do career new, do not do it. Yeah. yeah. Show more of your play. <laughs> and like, you know, sometimes you can put the spaces like, like less, you know, sometimes like, you can put it in 11 point font and no one will notice. Or like I, 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 what I'll do is I'll put it in 12 point font, but then like the spaces in the paragraphs, I'll make sure those are like. Like space, like those aren't like double spaced. You know, I'll make sure those are like single spaced. spaced. So it's so yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So you know, use the kind of tricks that you would for classes, but opposite. (laughs) Yeah, go the other direction instead of longer, make it shorter. Yeah, but yeah, select something that that showcases why your play is unique. Whether Mm -hmm. that comes in the exposition in like the main conflict. I don't know why I always don't do like I always try not to do like the big point like yeah, the big same. moral because I don't want to spoil it but even then because I want th- I want them to want to read more yeah uh, which is why sometimes but sometimes like I submitted to like an adaptation festival and I tried to choose the part that I thought represented the thing I was adapting the most of course it didn't come off when I submitted that but uh, that was my reason why I chose that certain ten pages and so that was and so really it's just trying to know your audience and know what you want them to see and what makes your play unique. I think it also helps, you know, choosing the things that come up right before the conflict, I think can be really good because then, you know, like you said, you want your audience to want more. So another thing that these competitions will ask for, I don't really imagine any competition not asking for them is a character list. Yeah. Now, a lot of times people really gloss over these and that is not something to be glossed over because character lists can be very important and they can kind of show you off as a writer, I think. And as a professional, I say in quotations, like not really, but 
a lot of times, you know, characterless, you have your characters and then you have these little descriptions of them and don't give these people an essay to read. Yeah, um, because they won't read it. There's a very happy medium between too little and too much that you really got to find that sweet spot, I think. And don't prejudge your characters. That's one of the Mm -hmm. big things. We'll talk about it later when we talk about characters. Don't prejudge them in your character description, because oftentimes and this is not just for competitions, but in general, when you see when an actor reads that character list, which other competitions will see as well. You don't want them to immediately make a make an assumption about it and play that assumption. So oftentimes when you're making your character lists, make sure they're it's a happy medium between giving all the information about them and giving just enough to give like a little nugget of information that will help people when they're reading your play understand these characters. I'd also say, you know, don't this isn't a physical appearance description either. But if there is something that is really important to the character's physicality, you can obviously put that. I think character descriptions are also a really great opportunity to show off your writing. You know, how can you make something powerful and meaningful in a really little amount of words and a little amount of space? You know, so I think it's all about being crafty when it comes to the character list. Yeah. Because... I I've, I think every word you submit to a playwriting competition is is the competition. It's not just the play. It is it's your character list, it's your formatting, it's your cover page, you know? So I think the character list the character lists are probably the first thing that these guys are going to read. Yeah. I say guys generically. So the character lists are the first thing that these people are going to read. So make it something that's good. Don't rush it. You're like, I finished my play. I'm done. All I have to do is make this quick little character list. No, you should take time on that. You should have people read and make comments on your character list as if they were making comments on your play because I think it's that important. You know, there are so many ways you can put little metaphors in your character list that... You know, even though they're little words, they mean so much, you know, like I know that in one of my plays, it's an elephant ish character. And I say that the elephant has big ears that are good for listening. And, you know, at first it just sounds like those are big ears. But for me, it was about this is who this character is. This is who this character is. This character listens to people and pays attention to people. And I think when you listen to people truly and deeply then that shows that you're a more kind of empathetic person so just little things like that I think can really make a difference and separate you from somebody else who obviously just threw it together last minute yeah the big thing is intention always have intention in what you're doing Mm -hmm. and what you're submitting every part of the play character list So that is all we have today for submissions. I'm sure somewhere in the timeline of this podcast, there will be a kind of a submissions part two because there is so much to say about it. But these are kind of our generic comments about about high school and college competitions because a lot of them are very similar in what they ask for and what they're looking for and who's kind of judging them. So treat this episode with like a big asterisk because there's so much complexity and we will get into it. 
this is really just a couple things that we thought could help, especially, you know, it's summer, you're writing, you want people to read it. There are probably a ton of competitions looking for things for the fall. So, you know, just check them out. Check them out. Yeah. Well, one place where you won't find a 10 page limit is submitting to the Playwright Repertory podcast. Wow, nice plug. Thank you. you. It's not done. Uh, (laughs) You can uh, submit at tinyurl.com slash PRP submit. Again, that is tinyurl.com slash PRP submit or email us at play.rep.podcast at gmail.com. We would like to hear any genre. We'd like to read your play. We'd like so many things. And feel free to... DM us on Instagram or email us if you have any questions. If you have submitted your play and are waiting for a response, we are getting that to you soon. As the rest of the world, it's been pretty hectic. So, you know, we're we're getting by with what we can. But also, we have some topics that we feel are a little bit more important than playwriting, which is going to be coming up soon. So our schedule is a little, little askew. Schedule's wonky right now. Yeah. So... Yeah, DM us if you have questions. We will get back to you if you submit to us. We will. This is our episode 10. Wow, double digits. Wow! Double digits. Um, But yeah, so this is episode 10, which means there are nine episodes before this, which is crazy. And if you want to listen to those episodes, which, I mean, I think they're great. If you want to listen to those episodes, you can find them on Literally anywhere podcasts exist with a big asterisk. Most places where podcasts exist, unless there are any niche places. But we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Podcasts, Spotify. Spotify. Stitcher. Those are, those are, those are like the A-listers. Stitcher. Stitcher. Ah, uh, the A-ist of A-listers. The, <laughs> the A-ist. <laughs> you can listen to us. We're on your Alexa and your Google Home Oh, yeah. So cool. Um, So give those episodes a listen. We talk about, you know, playwrights and their processes. And it's just really good to hear how different people work. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this podcast. Mitchell, do you have any final thoughts? Although I advocate for Times New Roman in this. uh, I'm a bitch for Courier New. I'm just saying. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Thanks for listening. See you next week.